Hey, hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Are you ready? Listen on as Doug Philp shares stories of restoration meaningful for life each and every day. Here we go. Good day, my listeners. Once again, Doug Philp here, your host of Restoration on Fire. How are you doing today? I myself am having a glorious day. I'm actually recording this episode, episode 22 of Restoration on Fire. I am recording it in the afternoon. Generally, I uh, get this done in the mornings. Today was a little bit different, but I didn't want to fall behind. I actually, you may not know this, but I actually record at least two, if not three days in advance of any podcast that goes live on iTunes or StitcherRadio.com, for example, only because life is what happens when you're making plans to do other things. And by that I mean, if I'm not two or three days ahead, something invariably is going to come up. And if I miss a day, I don't want that to transpire on iTunes. So I make sure I've got stuff preloaded. And that's the beauty of iTunes, that's the beauty of WordPress, and that's the beauty of the podcasting software that I use to get all of these into your listening hands and ears. So with that said, what can I do for you today but read some scripture? Today, 2 Timothy chapter 3, probably a verse you've heard before, definitely, if you've been in the church for a while. If not, it's going to be a meaningful verse, I promise you, because it will make a difference in your life. Now, why, backing all the way up to day one, just a month ago, why do I title the website and the podcast, Restoration on Fire? Well, a couple of reasons, but the biggest reason is I have been inside the church now for the better part of coming up on, well, not quite 20 years, 18 years, and no, 19 years, yeah, 19 years this summer, yeah, right about now, as a matter of fact. All of that to say, even though I was in the church, my wife and I are regular attenders on Sundays, probably 51 or 52 weeks out of the year we're in service and we'll miss that one or two weeks only because we're traveling or um, no mostly because we're traveling to see family or on vacation Uh, regardless we'll be in our Bible that Sunday morning and uh, we'll be doing something devotionally I was a trustee in my local church body And why Restoration on Fire? Well, I fell and uh, had to resign from the board. And my sin was, um, well, let me back up again. Sin is sin. I don't care if you're Lizzie Borden who gave her parents 40 wax with an axe or if you are a man lusting after a woman in your heart and mind, sin is sin that is a level playing field it doesn't matter 
one sin is not more egregious than another. One is not more heinous than another in the sight of God. So I fell as a trustee and had to step down and resign, and it was a public thing. Sadly, in my hope and desire for restoration with leaders in the church, I came to realize that not only did I not understand restoration, but neither did leaders in the church. And it took some time to come to that understanding on my part, years in fact, and if my wife was standing here and we were going back and forth in conversation recording this podcast, she would acknowledge that on more than one occasion, on multiple occasions, I discussed with her leaving our local church. I don't believe in my heart of hearts I ever even entertain the idea of walking away from God, but I did think about walking away from church. So, Restoration on Fire is born out of my reading the book by Pastor Wayne Cordero, the title of the book, The Divine Mentor, and my reading that brought me full circle to a tool for devotional time that I had heard of on more than one occasion, but I never applied it in my life. And that tool, you've heard me mention it before, is the SOAP method for studying the Word of God, for studying Scripture. SOAP, again, being an acronym for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. So, after reading that book and getting my mind and my heart around the concept that Pastor Wayne teaches in his book that the Bible characters and the Bible stories are applicable to life today in that the individuals in the Bible stories can mentor us today. Paul's writing can be just like sitting across the table from the man 2,000 years ago over a cup of coffee, only today, if he was sitting there, he could mentor me just as he did, say, young Timothy in Scripture that we read today. These letters were written either by James or Paul or Peter or John to mentor churches and individuals 2,000 years ago when we're talking about the New Testament and the Old Testament goes back thousands of years beyond and covers the life of Moses, for example, and all of the law that God handed down to Moses. So these stories, because they are ordained by God, and we're going to look at Scripture and the inspiration that comes from God, can mentor us just like you and I could mentor one another, a family member or a friend or a co-worker today. We call it mentoring. For years it's been studying your Bible and allowing the Word of God to study your heart. So let's take a look at Scripture. We'll first read verses 16 and 17 of 2 Timothy. Here we go. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, 
for reproof, for correction, and, excuse me, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So there you go. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So we've read the scripture. It jumped out at me once again. What is the observation here? Well, just that right there in the verses. That it is profitable for doctrine or for teaching the will of God to one another. It's for reproof, for correction. That means obviously if you see a person that is an heir, now I'm not saying a person that is walking outside of the church, no. We are to look at one another inside the church and apply this. So if you saw me saying or doing something that was contrary to your understanding of the Word of God and your understanding was, was doctrinally sound, you would have my permission to speak to me and even if I didn't give you my permission you should still correct me and reproof me in instruction for righteousness because after all like myself I would hope that you and other believers would want to stand in the throne room of God and look to your left or to your right and see me standing there too. I know that I would want to see you standing there. I want to see my mother standing there and my brother and my sisters and my grandchildren and my nieces and my nephews and my daughters. And if I don't say something when they are doctrinally in error, who but myself too would be accountable for that? So, that is an observation. So how do we apply that? How does Doug apply teaching others about the doctrine of God, about, about approaching people and correcting them and training them up in righteousness? Well, to apply that, I first need to be reading the Word of God, understanding the Word of God, and speaking to God and allowing the Spirit and God to speak to me so that I understand His Word doctrinally sound that I may be able to impart that into others. So, every day, part of my morning routine after breakfast is to get a cup of coffee, sit down at the table, my Bible, my notebook, a pen and a paper, cell phone is turned down if not off and I read the word and I apply the soap method when scripture stands out to me I write that down I read the context and I put down some observations and then I apply I write down an application about how I can apply those observations in that word that it was meaningful I write that application down and then I just quietly spend time talking to the Father. Sometimes I'll be honest and I rush too much in the prayer part so that I can get up and go on with my day. And part of my day after doing my devotions and using the SOAP method is to get up here into my office, get the computer cranked up, my laptop, bring up Audacity software that I can record this podcast. And 99 times out of 100, what I 
learned just 20 minutes earlier what I wrote down in my notebook, what scriptures I'm reading in these podcasts, I learned that day, or I relearned that day, and the applications and the observations I wrote down that day, and I'm sharing them that fresh with you. I don't make this stuff up. This is stuff that the Lord puts on my heart for me, and I share it with you. And that is how my day gets started, devotionally and teaching others and my ministry. So, then I'll pray about that application. And nine times out of ten, even I've shared in just recent podcasts how the wife of a friend of mine asks some very difficult questions relating to walking in the church in an upright and righteous manner and and those answers because they're a challenge to me i dig them out of scripture and then i'm better and i can share them with my friends and they become better and then i share them with you in these podcasts and you have the opportunity as well to become better so i'm getting a little bit long-winded here shared a little bit about the insights once again with uh, the divine mentor and if you would like a copy go to my website restorationonfire.com and you can find a link or an image there and you can pick up your own copy of the book and and i encourage you to get the book and to read it and if you have any questions reach out to me you can make comments on in any blog post on restorationonfire.com or you can send me an email. I'm always available and I will get back to you. So let's pray real quick here and we'll just wrap up this episode, episode 22 of Restoration on Fire. Father God, I thank you for what opportunities you give for me to learn in your word. I thank you for the inspiration that you gave the authors of each individual book, the very words that they wrote down that were inspired by you. And I thank you that you use these men that wrote these scriptures to change me, to edify me, to correct me, to train me up in righteousness. And I thank you that you provide the opportunity for me to do likewise for those that would listen to these podcasts. Father, use your word because I know that your word will not return to you void. So just as Paul planted and Apollos watered, you give the increase. Your word is out there. What you have taught me, I give to others. Give the increase. Draw people to yourself. Increase your kingdom, Lord, because there are people that are learning today your truth, and they can apply it in their life, and they can bestow it into the lives of others as mentors and family friends and co-workers and friendships, Father. And I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. There you go, my soapies. I thank you once again for listening. Take opportunity today to crack open your Bible. Take a closer look at these verses. 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17. And ask God how they can be meaningful and apply in your life. And as always, have a great 
and a wonderful day. We'll talk again tomorrow. God bless you. And there you go. Another episode done and in the bank. I trust you heard something meaningful today. Take a moment right now and head over to RestorationOnFire.com for show recap and leave some feedback. Plus, you'll be able to find more great resources and many more episodes to listen to. And as always, be sure and be listening on.